0: Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say that guy's lying. That cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. Remember... It's not my fault. Well, well, we're back to hospitals again. Yeah, Grim Reaper, Black Mamba, things you don't associate with the hospital, really. But uh, you'll see how it plays out. Probably know from the past. I am not a lover of hospitals. Matter of fact, there was a time when I just really, really hated them. Uh, I. Really unbelievably bad experiences at hospitals. Um, look, look, good stuff happened too. You know, there are babies being born, and you know, my father, you know, he he had a heart attack and was sort of, you know lived because of the hospital. You know, there's good things, but the bad stuff I just can't get out of my mind. And I had a time when there was just more bad than good things ever happening to me. My, you know, my mother was in the hospital. They hooked her up to this machine that was hot water to keep her leg circulation going, and the water ended up scalding her and peeled the skin right off of both legs. It was, you know, stuff like that. It was just, you know, you know bad stuff that was happening to me. So, you know, I mean, one time I was in the hospital, and, my, you know, I'm kind of hard of hearing. My buddy's kind of hard of hearing. We both have hearing aids, and, you know, we're pretty good friends. And we're in the hospital, you know, talking normally, da 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 da, you know, having. Having a good old time, laughing, you know, pretty soon the security guard in the orderly comes in. Says, uh, are you okay in here? Looked at him. We both looked. I was like, uh, yeah, we're just having a conversation. And it's like, oh, sounds like you were, uh, in trouble, in distress of some kind. Well, I guess we were a little loud, you know. Have, there no booze in the hospital. You know, we were all sober. You know, I don't know what that's all about. The, the, the times I'm talking about that were really horrible were, uh, you know, I really, I didn't... Think, never called myself the Grim Reaper, but it, uh, after it happened and it was over with, and time has passed, I thought, my, I could have been the Grim Reaper. You know, oh, the last thing of some someone saw. Yeah, you know, this is st- strictly coincidental. The first two or three times it happens, but after that, it gets kind of scary. Um, so yeah, I would, you know, as always, I was a a, a young man, you know, uh, late teens, early twenties, you know people were in the hospital, grandparents, uh, you know, all kinds of, you know, friends, all that kind of stuff. And it was bad for me because we would go there. So the, the first time it happened, my father and I went and it was late at night. My, you know, we were always late getting there and uh, to the hospital and, you know, it was just bad, you know, so we, we you know, at that, back then they actually had, you know, it very strict visiting hours. So you know, visiting hours are over. Well, We stayed a while after that and you know, finally, you know, my dad left, and I, I stayed around a little bit, and I was talking. You know, Dad was out in the waiting room, waiting for me. And I come out, you know, and we get a call in the middle of the night. Passed away. Oh, man, I was the last one to see her. You know, That's not too good, right? You feel kind of, well, at least I got to be a part of... You know, the end, right? I got to, to, you know, hopefully ease some pain or, you know, that definitely ease my pain, but it doesn't matter about me. um so, And this happened a lot. I mean, I probably within th- oh, four years, this has happened to me three times. Like I'm the last one out of the room and the person passes away. Now, I'm telling you, it's just eerie. I literally felt like the Grim Reaper. You know, I didn't. I never said this to anybody, and it's not like this now. Okay, so if I come to visit you in a hospital, you're not going to die. Uh, but it was, ooh, it was ugly for a while there, and and this kind of put me to when I realized what was going on. It's kind of put me to my one of my fears of hospitals, and I've I've told you uh, many times. I pull in the hospital parking lot, open the door up, up Chuck, puke right there, splat. And I just you know, I'm going in, but it's not going to be not going to be a good thing for me and it's not supposed to be a good thing for me right it's supposed to be a good thing for the person i'm going to see yeah i I know that that's why i go so you know some crazy crazy things have happened since that you know not the death thing but you know just goofy things that happen in a hospital to me um to me or what while i'm there i i the 1st the first thing that comes to my mind is, is the black mamba. You know, what is the black mamba? Well, when you hit a certain age, you have to go in and have this, um, examination done colonoscopy, right? And I'm sure everybody knows what it is. Uh, they, you know, look at your insides to make sure everything's working properly. And they have a little mic, a little microphone, listen to me, a little, a little, uh, camera, you know, and they insert it through your anus and you know, you're not Nowadays, you're out. I guess I guess years ago, uh, you weren't put out to do this. It's not invasive at all, other than, you know, they just insert this thing to, to look inside you, make sure everything's cool. You know, my buddies and I call it the Black Mamba. You know, it's just it's going at you, buddy. Well, look, it's the first time that it's ever happened to me, and it's actually the first time that I will not be uh, myself and I'm not you know under the influence so to speak you know this is intentional and I've never gone under I've never been you know anesthesia none of that stuff they didn't give me anesthesia for this but they gave me some something intravenously um, and you know I was thinking about it. this is you know am I going to wake up you know the Grim Reaper going to return you know, that kind of crap well you know so I, I, I get there you know and Alice takes me you know I have, to have somebody to drive afterwards because you know you got to got kind of to shake this thing off um, and you can't drive for a while. So, you know, I'm getting ready. And I, you know, they're hooking me up and uh, doing all this stuff. They're great. I mean, it's great. Look, frontline workers are killer, man. They're great. I, I love them, man. They have, a, they have a, a thankless job and they do a great job at what they're supposed to do. And they did with me, you know, very, very professional, very, you know, let's get you ready. Okay. Very comfortable. Are you warm enough? You know, that, all that kind of stuff. And they had these ivs hooked up to you um which again it's not uncommon to have an iv hooked up in a hospital matter of fact it's, it's almost uncommon not to have it so you know they come in and they tell me about the procedure no big deal right everybody's just saying it's gonna be okay it's okay you're not gonna remember a thing you know it's gonna put you out the lady comes in who's gonna give me the juice to put me out right and she shoots it into the intravenous port into my body. So, all right, I'm going to wait a little bit. Um, you're going to start to feel sleepy. And, you know, pretty soon you'll wake up and you'll be done. So I'm, I'm laying there, you know. And they uh, uh, you say, know, Max, are you awake? It's like, yeah, I'm awake. What's going on? And i like, uh, wait a minute. You're not supposed to be awake. We're about ready to take you into the room. And I'm telling him, I'm not under. And and now this makes me think about the the old uh, um, skit, the old comedy skit where you know the, the, com- the comedian says, "Hey, you know, if uh, if you're an alcoholic, you know, it takes more to put you under. You know, they, you know, I was went to be put under, and I, they said start to count from 100 backwards. They said people don't usually get past 98. Well, I got to one, and then asked them what to do, right?" I mean, it's a, it's a comedian's skit uh, it's from, you know, 50 years ago. There's nothing new there. But that's kind of what I was feeling like, you know. I said, all right, well, this, you know, this must happen to him a lot, right? To people a lot. So um, the lady's like, all right, look, I'm going to juice you again. So she gives me another juice shot. And now oh, I'm laying there. And it's like, I, I, I'm telling you. Uh, it's not. It's not even like I've been heavily drinking. I'm, uh, you know, I'm coherent. I'm awake. I'm, I'm, I'm realizing what's going on, and I can hear this lady says, "Yeah, nobody, nobody can withstand the second one." Um, you know, this is just, you know, basically they're going to knock a horse out with this thing, I guess. Well, I keep telling him, look, I'm not under. I can still hear you talking. I, I can still hear. You. Well, that that must happen a lot because there are people blabbering while they're under and you know i get wheeled back to their little room you know and there i hear everybody talking in the room and you know i, I look up and on the wall is the black mamba <laughs> it's literally a black hose you know it's like looks like it's a 5 8 inch garden hose at least in my mind but um you know I, at the time i didn't know it was the black mamba but uh i saw this hose hanging on the wall like a trophy you know and uh so i'm just thinking well you know this must be the way it is. they're going to give me something in here to put me out so and I hear these these people talking, you know, like, you know, this one person says to the other person, you know, says to the groups, like, all right, who gets the brown end today? And I'm like, what? What's that all about? You know, it's like brown in, and they're chuckling and laughing, and I say, hey guys, I can hear you, you know, I I, I can hear you. Now my brother's a surgeon, right? Excuse me, not my brother, my brother-in-law. So I ask him, after fact, like, yeah, no, you're not supposed to be awake at that point in time. Um, I'm just. Look, I hear you. I hear you, and they, they're just laughing and going about your business, right? Nothing happens really for them, and um, all of a sudden, I, I feel the pressure, you know. And they, they put, you know, they insert the hose, and um, it wasn't really painful. It was just felt weird, right? Uh, you know, there's, you know, that was just a weird feeling for me, um, an odd feeling, you know, something like that. Well, uh, then. <sighs> there there was a little bit of pain because i i'm not sure what it is again i'm not a medical professional but uh your your intestines or whatever aren't just a straight pipe in you from their mouth to your you know your uh, relief port and uh i'm guessing that they were pushing the, they were moving my belly around so that um the the hose wouldn't poke out through the side of my intestines because this small person was uh, up on the actually up on the gurney, the bed, whatever, pushing my stomach around. It's like, I didn't you know, the hose didn't hurt, but that was kind of like, Hey, listen, lady, you're hurting me, you know? And, uh, you know, it's like, I just, you know, just didn't feel right. Right. And and, and then, so finally, you know, they're like, all right, roll them over. So I, they rolled me over and, and I was like, yeah, well, I can roll myself over. You don't have to do that. And, um, again, never once have they answered me or even acknowledged that I'm, coherently alive uh, so i roll over and there's the tv screen i mean it's a major tv screen and it's showing my insides so i'm like folks you know come on you know, turn the screen off or throw a blanket over my head or something i don't want to see this um nothing nothing so you know they were when they were done you know i was expecting a noise but it didn't happen um <laughs> They wheeled me out, and they are like, all right, you know. The guy, you know Alice was there. It's was like, he's going he's gonna to be groggy, but he's going to come out of it. And they, I they closed the curtains, you know, of the little area. It was in the recovery area. And they walked up. I said, Alice, you ready to go? She's like, uh, what's happening? She's like, you, you're not supposed to get out of the gurney. he's like, I'm putting my pants on. I'm leaving. She's like, what are you doing? Like, I, I said, I never went out. I never, ever went out. Um. No, I could have driven myself home, so anyway, again, just stuff like that. It's just weird, weird stuff happens to me uh, in a hospital, even oddball stuff. It, recently, within the last few years, um, at, at my job, I had a my second in command was was a woman, and she was just all over it. And she was she was one of the, the best assistants. Foreman's, or excuse me, foreman's I've ever had, my assistant, just, oh, she was great. Um, and one day she was working. I, I wasn't on site, but one day she was working and she, she hurt herself and they had to take her to the hospital. Well, they took her to the hospital it was probably, I don't know, hour, hour and a half drive from, from where she was, because um, I guess that's where she wanted to go. Well, I didn't. Know this at the time, but I had my mother was supposed to be in the hospital uh, doing some having some surgery done the same day in a different hospital, and and just as coincidence would have had it, uh, Alice had to go to the hospital that day. All right. Uh, now now those uh, both my mother and Alice they were in emergencies, but they had to be done. They couldn't be changed. They were scheduled. So, you know, the three women in my life, you know, uh, at that time, uh, the three women in, in my life were all in different hospitals on the same day. Look, I'm thinking about this. I can't not see my foreman. I can't not be with my mother. I cannot be with, you know, not be with Alice. It's just weird. Like, how am I going to do this? So these three places are like a triangle, you know, each leg of the triangle is like 100 miles. I mean, it wasn't a true triangle, but it was... Every time you went to a different hospital, it took you a hundred miles. Okay. So that's, you know, two hours, give or take, depends on traffic. Um, It it was not fun. You know, I just, I I, I needed to be around all of them. Uh, You know, they're in a hospital. So, you know, that day ends. It it couldn't be any worse, right? Uh, From from a traveling perspective to keep my nerves and my body and my mind sane. so it's the next day, and I'm, I go back to the hospital where my mother is. Alice was discharged. She was uh, overnight, or excuse me, uh, day, you know, in a, in the morning, out in the night, in the afternoon. But my mother was not. Um, and my foreman was, was in, still in the hospital, uh, but her family had arrived, and I just had to, you know, I was able to go just spend the day with my mom, who was, was an elderly woman. Um, and, you know, there's just... You know, so we're, I'm there with my mom, we're waiting on the, the results. It was, uh, they had done some testing on her, uh, they had to do surgery, I guess it was a couple of biopsies or whatever, I don't know what it was, some some testing they did the day before. and then, So we came and it's just waiting and waiting, you know, hurry up and wait, but what are you gonna do? You're in a hospital, you know, what are you gonna do? There's, you know, there, there's a lot of sick people in the hospital, man, they're supposed to be there. And just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I mean, the, the most exciting thing that I can remember from that day was, you know, my mother and I got in a heated discussion about the difference of a salve versus a lotion, right? You know, I said there's no difference, and... My mom said, oh, there is a lotion is something you put on your body for like, you know, to, like a skin softener or a you know, hair conditioner or whatever, you know, a salve, you, you smear it on your body and it's supposed to, you know, fix something like a, a cut or whatever. Okay. You know, so, so what's iodine, right? Or know, yeah. Anybody know what mercurochrome is? Um. Anyways, I mean that it filled, it filled two hours, you know, and then lunchtime comes. So I, you know, I take my mom, we're going to go down to eat and, you know, my mom's an elderly woman, she doesn't eat much, and she's, you know, she's always cold, always, always, always cold, it's 85 degrees in the, her hospital bed, room, her hospital room, and I'm like, what are you doing, it's like, she's like, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold, so, you know, it, we get her in a wheelchair, and I was like, I just get out of this room, let's go down to the commissary and get something to eat, it was a really big commissary, food court, you know, it was, it's like, I don't know, 10 different things, around the perimeter of a you know 250 300 seat seated area yeah, and, and it was big okay well once i hit this thing they had the ac on full blast i mean it was cold in there i even took a chill at one point in time and i don't ever get cold in the summertime Uh so I said to my mom, you know, what would you like? You know, and I, look, I'm not good with a wheelchair. Hospitals are set up for people in wheelchairs, but I'm not very good with a wheelchair. I am keep banging my mom into stuff and, you know, whatever. So I said, Mom, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the parking brake on. I'm going to set you here, you know, and I'm going to go get you something to eat. What do you want? And she told me, and I go to get it, you know. It took a little while. There were a lot of people there. And I came back, and I'm looking, and there's my mother sitting in the wheelchair. Now, the best way I can describe this and, you know, the uh, Beavis and Butthead fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, my mother looked like Cornholio, right? She had, what does that mean? She had taken her sweater that she had on and she had pulled it up over her head and was holding it at the base of her neck. So the only thing you could see out, out of the sweater was her face. I walked up to her was like, Mom, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold. You know, I was like, all right, all right. You know, I'm just thinking cornholio, cornholio. That's all I can see. So I decided, look, you know, It's in a jail. I'm gonna take her outside. So I took her outside, and it was like, you know, it was I don't know, July. It was 150 degrees out and 300% humidity. And I take her out there, and after 10 minutes, you know, I'm melting in a puddle like butter. And she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm so cold. Maybe you ought to take me inside, put me like right here. Oh man. So I just I couldn't take it anymore, and uh, I mean, the the hot right. I'm I mean, I'm a big guy, I'm a sweaty guy. So I uh, I said, look, well, I'm going to park you here. I'm going to go inside for a while. Now, look, brain not engaged. You know, you know, I, I, I'm thinking I didn't think. So I pulled my mother over in this one spot in the sun. And I, I park her, and you know, I put the emergency brake on, and we're parking brakes or whatever the brakes on this thing. And I go to walk in the door, and I look. My mother's facing a hill, a, an incline, downward, okay, and I mean, it's, it's steep. If she starts down over that wheelchair, it's going to be like a, you know, a Seinfeld episode where Kramer's chasing the, the, the pull behind buggy or whatever. Um, it's, you know, she's not going to make it down through there. I mean, it's probably oh, five 600 yards straight down. I mean, it's, it is steep, right? So, uh, okay, that's not a good job. That's not a good thing. So I, I never made it inside. I didn't leave my mother go downhill or anything, right? Uh, so we get back inside, and uh, look, the place is chilly. You know, the air conditioner's running. She's not in her room yet, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm in, not really good with this wheelchair thing, and I'm banging into stuff. And she's like, "Oh, let's go down here, maybe it'll be warm. Let's go down there, maybe." So I'm, you know, all over this hospital. Just you know, I'm not, this is the second time in my life I've ever been in this hospital. And I'm going around there, and I'm banging into stuff, I'm banging into stuff, and, and you know, I'm, 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 I'm like half backing up, you know, and I, I, I hit something, and I turn around, and I slam my mom's wheelchair in, into this thing. I pull her away from the wheelchair, and I was like, what, what's on that, what's on that gurney? You know, it's like, I've hit it pretty hard, it looks like there's somebody on there, you know? And I turn around, and I looked, and I was like, that's a person, and I'm like, hey, are you Okay. Okay, mom's like, what are you doing? It's like nothing, mom. Just making sure there's, you know, everything's okay here. She had her back to me, all right, and the, and the gurney. I'm like, are you all right? Are you all right? No, no movement, no sound, no nothing. It's like, look, there's a person there. So I get got a hold of one side of the covers and just kind of gently peeled it back and looked. It's like, yeah, wish I wouldn't have done that. Um, this person had passed away, all right, and it was scary to me. Okay, I. It was scary, right? And I didn't say anything to my mom. I didn't want her to be upset, right? And I, I realized that this is the hallway to the morgue. And we were, you know, going down the hallway to the morgue. And this person had not been admitted yet. I guess for whatever reason, they're backed up and kept them in the hallway. Oh, man. Hospitals. Just crazy, stupid stuff in the hospital. Um, So maybe you understand a little bit why... Uh, I'm so afraid of going to the hospital today. This is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a little something about me and my life. And remember, it's not my fault.